Hello and welcome to United We Podcast, brought to you by the United Corpus Christi Chamber of Commerce. I'm your host, Al Ariola Jr., President and CEO. United We believe in the power of collaboration, the strength of advocacy, and the endless possibilities of growth. From advocating for local businesses to fostering growth opportunities, we're here to ignite conversations that matter. This is United We Podcast. Welcome, United Chamber family and friends, to our podcast, United We Podcast. Today, we are joined by Sam Longoria from Coast Life Credit Union and also our outgoing chair of the board at the United Corpus Christi Chamber of Commerce. Sam, thank you for joining us today. Yeah, thank you, Al. appreciate you having me on. Hey, so, Sam, let's get started. Uh, let's get to know Sam a little bit first. Uh, tell us a little bit about the story of, of Sam Longoria. <laughs> well, I'm uh, born and raised here in Corpus Christi, uh, so... You know, I had the privilege of going through CCISD and um, graduated from Moody High School. From Moody there, Magic. Moody yeah, Magic. Yeah, Moody Magic. <laughs> played some baseball. Uh, from there, you know, went to Del Mar College, got my uh, associates in business administration, and then uh, graduated with my degree in finance at A&M, Corpus Christi A&M. Uh, so it was... Well, yeah, I know you're an Islander, but I didn't know you, you went to Del Mar. What, what was that about, I guess, that first step? Well, uh, for me, I had an opportunity with uh, some scholarships uh, that I took, so my intention was not to uh, take out any any loans for school. Uh, so I, I utilized that um, at Del Mar, uh, and then I had some classes that were able to transfer over to A and M. So, you know, I just tried to make sure um, I didn't and put any debt on on the uh, financial statement. For I wonder myself. you ended up in the bank world, huh? <laughs> <laughs> well, so, it, well, I guess let, let's share that perspective though. So, you, you Del Mar, we always brag about the growing system of A and M Corpus, and but there's been a lot of growth at Del Mar. Can you maybe share the, what you saw then to what you see now? You know, um, I mean, I, Del Mar has come a long way uh, from where I started. Um, I was on the East Campus. Uh, you know, they had the West Campus, and then now the South Southside Campus. Um, and Del Mar has just done a lot of you know great stuff for our community. Uh, they've helped our industry, so right, right. Uh, we're very blessed to have uh, them. You know, here in our, our area. Well, and you see the evolution of, I guess, higher education, right? And that we're starting to take more, uh, see more value in, in certifications and, and the vocational trades. And they've obviously really stepped up in, in that department, right? Oh, yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. definitely. Uh, well, then I'll so maybe share some of your island experience of being an islander. What were some of your fond memories? You know, um, I was working and, and going to school at, at night. So, uh, you know, I didn't have a, a lot of the, you know, crazy college party life. university life i got you <laughs> but um you know I, I will say uh i met a lot of great people a lot of great teachers and i actually still see them you know here today and um you know i was just thinking uh, you know back when i was actually at delmar college it was funny because i had a, a teacher that my dad had uh, miss thorpe i still remember her oh, name wow. <laughs> and you know one of the funny things she told me is uh she had read my name out and she said uh, is your dad, uh, does he wear glasses and does he, uh, chew, uh, chewing tobacco? I was like, Oh, we used to. It's like, I remember him. She, she did not like him, but I said, ma'am, I'm a, I'm a lot different than that guy. Well, how did, how did, what was, uh, I guess after that was done, how did she, uh, take on to you? What'd she tell about you? Well, you know, I just told her, I said, yeah, I'm, I'm not a dipper first off, uh, but, but second, you know, my intentions to, you know, be here in class and, and learn all I can from you. So, um, you know, I, I made A's on, in her class and, uh, just, 
try to do the right thing. <laughs> well, well, you brought up uh, Mr. Longoria's dad. I, I, he worked in industry, huh? Mm-hmm. Yeah. yeah, he actually... Um, so at, at, at first it was Champlin, and then they were bought out by Sitgo. So um, I think he had over... Um, I think it was over 40 years, a little over 40 years. It, uh, so I, I, would, I would say that you're one of those products that we brag about in this community, that these jobs really are significant to, to economic development, economic growth, to families in town. Mm-hmm. Um, so I'm sure they, that provided a pretty good life for you and, and, and the family. Oh, yeah. No, Sitgo, I mean, you know, uh, I'll tell you, Larry Elizondo. Yeah, uh, yeah, you know, obviously, he, he worked with my dad. Uh, they worked for a long time together, and... I still remember, you know, when I was a little kid, uh, I would kind of go um, uh, block walking and, and passing out flyers, trying to help them get uh, into city council. Oh. <laughs> so that was, you know, that, that's fun. But, you know, they're a great family, uh, a great person for our community. And, uh, yeah, I mean, Sitgo, again, you know, they've, they've done a lot for our, our community. Um, so we, we definitely appreciate that. Well, and so you were talking about when you were in college, you, you had another job, you were working uh, was that what? What was that job? Well, um, so I, I had a short stint where I, I actually went to Pan Am uh, in Edinburgh for about two years, and I, I noticed uh, there was a lot of classes that weren't transferring over. So I decided to, to move back to Corpus, and so uh, when I came to Corpus, that's actually when I got into banking. Um, yeah. So I believe it was two thousand nine. Um, you know, I, I went to Clayburg Bank and. It was uh, pretty interesting because, you know, a funny story, um, I had management experience in retail, uh, but when I came back, you know, I I didn't want to work in retail anymore. Um, I wanted to try something different. So my friend said, hey, you know, apply it at Clayburg Bank. Um, They have a personal banker position open. And I was like, okay, well, you know, that sounds fun. I I think I can do that. I'm, you know, trying to get my degree in finance, so I, I think it makes sense. And so I went uh, in, met with the uh, branch manager, and you know she loved me, and I said, "Great." She said, I, "You just got to have one more interview," and uh, that was with uh, Gabe Guetta and um, Bill Williams at the time, and um, so I said, "Okay, that's fine." Uh, and I actually didn't have my phone on me, but they were trying to call me to say, "Hey, we actually went in with somebody else uh, <laughs> internally." And so I went in to the interview still, and I met with Gabe and Bill. Oh, wow. And they never told me anything, which was funny. But, you know, Gabe was like, man, you know, I'm going to be honest with you. You know, we we really love you, uh, but we filled the position internally. And I was like, oh, man, well, I understand. Sure, sure. I was was actually, I had applied there, and I I think it was something with CCAD, actually. Okay. And um, so I, I had another option, but... You know, Gabe was like, man, I'd really like you to come in as a teller. And, you know, if, if you, everything's working out, then you can work your way up pretty quickly. I said, okay, well, you know, so it was a, it was a job or, you know, pay cut and, and whatnot. But, you know, to myself, I, I pretty much got with Gabe and stayed under his wing because I said, hey, well, what do I need to do to get to the next level? Right. And, and that kind of mentorship's important in, in a career, and I'm sure that kind of helped get you to where you're headed, I, I think. Oh, yeah. No, I, um, you know, I started as a teller. Um, you know, he, he gave me goals because at the time, to be honest with you, it was more of a transaction transaction position. And so he said, hey, well, if, you know, you, you bring in some referrals to the bankers and whatnot. I said, okay, tell me how many you want. <laughs> so, <laughs> nice. so I uh, started doing that and worked my way to personal banker. And then, you know, next from there was um, assistant manager. And then they had an opening for a, a, a store manager or branch manager in uh, Cal Allen in the in-store at HEB. And so I uh, had an opportunity to do that. 
did I was very successful. You know that in store was probably the uh, least profitable, and I brought them to the top uh, within the year. And then um, I had an opportunity to either uh, stay on the consumer side as a like a district manager, or he said, you know, jump into commercial. And I said, well, what makes more sense for me? He said, to be honest with you, commercial. And so that's when I got started in my commercial uh, banking career. <laughs> and, and that I know you were at, at Clayburg for a while, and, and then that led to. What next? So I was with Clayburg for six years, um, and then I, I took an opportunity with uh, BBVA. And so BBVA, uh, bigger bank, uh, obviously it was a regional bank um, in the U.S., um, and they you know, were, were a great regional bank, um, but it just wasn't that community you, banking feel. That, yeah, no, I, the, they're the, I don't want to say conglomerate banks, right? But they try their best to engage, but the local bank, there's a difference, right? Oh, yeah. Yeah, yeah. yeah I, 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 kind of going back, you know, one of the first things I still remember when I was hired in New, uh, New Orientation was um, A Wonderful Life, the movie. Yeah, yeah. And so that was one thing uh, Clayburg Bank did is they had all their employees, the new employees, uh, watch that movie. It's a good movie. It, it will really inspire you. Uh, who was the, the bad guy, Mr. Potter? Well, I mean, I don't, I don't know that he was a, a bad guy. But he, <laughs> I, mean, he, I follow. I yeah, follow where you're going with. <laughs> he was, you know, he made he made a lot of uh, sacrifices for the community, and uh, you know, in the end, the community came back and rallied around him. Right. Uh, but no, uh, well, I was talking about the old man. Oh yes, yeah. What was, Sorry, what's his name? I I can't remember his name off the top of my head. <laughs> yeah, but, no, it's about the old yeah. man, uh, the grumpy old man. Yeah. Well, you know, I, while you've been talking about your banking experience, when is it that you were maybe first exposed to to the chamber of commerce and and, and getting involved in, in in this space? So you know, kind of going back to to Gabe, um, you know, I, I, like I said, I I stayed under his wing, and uh, he gave me you know the direction and, and what to do because in my role. I enjoy helping people, uh, you know, the community and whatnot. And he said, well, you need to be involved in the community. And so to be honest with you, I actually started with the young business professionals uh, at the time. And so from there, I had an opportunity, uh, you know, I would do stuff with some nonprofits and whatnot, but I had an opportunity to actually sign up for Leadership Corpus Christi. So I applied and made Class 42. So that was, you know, 10 years ago. Um, and that is really what kind of got me started because at, at that time I had just joined the Hispanic chamber of commerce. Mm-hmm. And so, um, I guess you could say that was my start, uh, to uh, somewhat, exposure to yeah, chambers. And, and you brought up the Hispanic chamber. Uh, I'm, I'm sure you were observing the merger, which Gabe was very instrumental in doing. When, when is it that you, you started getting more involved after leadership Corpus Christi? I'm assuming is that when you started getting more engaged in the leadership of the organization as well? Yeah. Uh, you know, young business professionals, I became chair for, for that group. Um, and then in the Hispanic chamber, I was on the board. Um, uh, then I also did leadership Corpus Christi alumni association. I became chair of that. Uh, and so it just, you know, every organization I've been a part of, for the most part, uh, I've you know kind of went into that executive role. I'm also part of the Corpus Christi Education Foundation, um, but you know, in that one, I, I enjoyed kind of just being on the finance committee. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, well, it, you, as we noted at the beginning of the program, you you, you are our outgoing chair, and I, I noticed uh, I'm I'm new in my role for about a year now. 
um, you were a chair when we were in the midst of an administrative transition. Um, I can, where I would say that the members and, and our full board owe you a debt of gratitude is your consistency and leadership in making sure our, our financial position was strong. Um, the organization ran like it should, and, and, and we're continuing to do that. Um, can you maybe share some of your experiences in, in leadership with the organization that has been maybe, I wouldn't say a challenge, but where, where you've taken an opportunity to say, we're going to do this? Well, you know, you bring up a good point. Uh, I've seen through my tenure with the chamber, I've seen, you know, multiple CEOs. Um, <clears throat> you know, there there's a lot um, that goes into that. And being on the board is one thing, but when you when you do get into the executive, you see, you know, everything. And so, um, you know, I can tell you the chamber has come a long way, even from the merger. Um, we're in a great position financially. Um you know, very involved in the community uh, and do a lot of stuff with, with the city, um, you know, the county, uh, the port, uh, our port industries, I mean, our, our medical fields. Uh, so, you know, one of the things that I would say I saw uh, concern on was obviously through uh, COVID, yeah. you know, a lot of things slowed down. Um, and what bothered me uh, was some of the committees weren't, you know, happening like sure, they sure. should. And so, my intention, you know, uh, as as a chair, was to to make sure and bring that back to life because those are important. Mm -hmm. They're important to the process. You, you got to make sure that we're listening to the full scope of what our members need, want, or concerned about. Yeah, that's that's great. And and so one of them, you know, was was a small business. Uh, you know, we kind of lost touch of that, and sure. so I said, man, we need to bring that back because that that's the blood of the the chamber. Right. And so, you know, we kind of got that jump started. And then with you coming on board, uh, you know, we had some some changes to the committees, but, you know, they, they revamped. And I'm very, very happy to see that because I see the engagement and, you know, the staff. I mean, every, everybody's just, you know, fully engaged. It is exciting. <laughs> and it was a great year. And I, we want to thank all the, the, the committee participants and everyone that really helped us get some good ideas on the table that the board said, you know what, let's, let's try this. And we, with that being said, what was some what was some of your favorite programming that you've seen or one of your favorite events or you know what's what's one of your things you enjoy about the chamber well uh, i mean there's a lot um you know i i, I really i ne didn't really understand the scope of the south texas military task force yeah which you know I, whenever i was a, a board member i was like oh okay you know we do stuff with uh, the, the military ccad uh, okay cool but just seeing like the importance, the significance that they have on our community, I was like, wow. I mean, yeah, the advocacy uh, matters. It really does. Shout out Alan. Shout out Wes. Yep. Um, shout out Creston. Right now, also too a lot to brag about that the past year that was a lot of accomplishments in that space that you're talking about with the military task force. Um, they got the DAG grants done, uh, 1.5 million working with the city to get that grants from the state. Um, we got the city and, and port at, uh, Kingsville partnering on the new Sinatra house. I mean, to, to your point though, it's a lot of the work that's behind the scenes. Maybe folks don't see, but there's, there's a persistent, consistent, you know, push for, for these things. And it just doesn't happen overnight. Right. Yeah. Yeah. And you know, to, to add to that too, I mean, I was chair for the, um, uh, conquer the coast uh ride. yeah that was fun this year yeah yeah that was that was fun uh you know i've always you know known about it uh, i've ridden it um but you know definitely um 
you know, just seeing all the moving pieces that, that go to that, but uh, in the end, uh, what it affects and what it gives to back to our community in regards to also our, um, you know, a and Corpus Christi education stuff. So um, education's always been a big part of my uh, my my life, so glad to to see that well you brought up conquers and i want to thank you for helping us lead that it was great event a great economic impact for the community close to six hundred thousand, and from visitors alone um but you also actually did the bike 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 trail Uh, you did the 66 mile no no okay i I, i'm more uh, focused in running now but um i did the uh, 20 22 miler or, or whatnot and so that was fun you know nothing too crazy um you know i i will say um you know, we had we had a lot of help with the city. Uh, Arthur too. Uh, mm-hmm. Our know, house. Yeah, he he did a lot of a lot of uh, leg lifting and um, you know, Pete Peter Zanoni. I mean, he's just a a big. I guess how can you say well, it? wellness wellness advocate? Yeah, yeah, definitely. Yeah, yeah. yeah. and and and, and I, we need to get in that space too. Uh, more health care wellness initiatives. Um, those are important. You see kind of what afflicts our communities in South Texas and Corpus is no exception to that, like diabetes and things that, you know, let's just take care of ourselves. And that also has somewhat of an economic impact, too. Right. Um, you brought up running. Do you want to shout out to any run clubs or <laughs> I, I know you're in a few? No, I, I, I know. Uh, so Corpus Christi Roadrunners is, you know, kind of my my background with uh, running. Uh, your gang gang yeah yeah but you know i will say um i know there's there's a new run club downtown uh run club that that's uh been established and man it's awesome to see because you know the the road runners we have a you know you know i I guess you could say a a decent group but man you know i'll see posts and whatnot um on on this uh, i think it's like a tuesday run or wednesday run in the evening downtown Mm -hmm. and i mean i you know, you're seeing like 30, 40, 50 runners. I'm it's like, well man. attended. And, yeah. and shout out to the downtown management district, too. A lot of these activations really help the local businesses there that, you know, after you get that run, maybe get a drink, get, a, yeah. you know, some water, some beer somewhere at a nice, you know, venue there. Carb load. <laughs> <laughs> well, bringing that up, too, uh, you mentioned you're from Corpus. Is there a, a I want to talk about businesses that we currently exist, but is there an, a business that you just miss? I mean, I know you were born and raised here. Is there something that you recall that, you know, nostalgically you miss? Uh, I know that's a tough question. Yeah. I yeah. Mean, you know, um, I don't know. I'm trying to think off the top of my head. Well, um, well let's, let's maybe, how about this? Businesses that, that you do kind of frequent and appreciate a lot right now. Well, um, you know, I guess definitely a shout out to like HEB. <laughs> Every day, right? <laughs> you know, yeah, sh- uh, shout out to HEB. Um, you know, Stripes, uh, kind of seeing them, you know, leave, but I mean, they they still support our city, our right. community uh, a lot. And so um, these local uh, companies like that, I mean, they, they make a, a big impact. I mean, you know, just to imagine how how many different organizations are hitting them up for some type of sponsorship. Right. And well, and yeah, as you mentioned, HUB, they're Conquer the Coast presenting sponsors. They really give back to the community, and and you know what? And it's a genuine connection that they want to engage in those programs. That it's not just they gave us you know the resource, but that they get involved, they show up, they volunteer. They're they're really great organization. 
Well, Sam, we're, we're getting close to the minute mark. Is there any folks at home that you want to just send some love to and, and appreciation to? Oh, yeah, for sure. No, uh, obviously my, my family, uh, my wife, uh, Veronica, you know, she's been by my side and, and allowed me to kind of stay involved with the community. And as she's growing, too, she's actually in, in Class 52, so it's exciting to see her go through that leadership journey as well so your chamber family mm-hmm. and my my parents my my mom my dad um you know they've they've helped me grow to the man i am uh, as well and you know i'm blessed to have a, a healthy family uh romy romeo lada uh, my my stepson and then my two little ones uh, uriah and oliver uh going right now at saint patrick's uh but the intention after you know elementary, I'd like to put them through CCISD, uh, kind of like the same the way route I went. Uh, but you know, I, I I know Corpus. Everybody always says there's a lot of opportunity and whatnot, and um, I, I I know that's there's just a lot of stuff going on, um, and I feel like um, I I will I personally never want to leave Corpus. Yeah, <laughs> I think that's my home. Uh, I think there's a lot of opportunity. Uh, right now, being with Coast Life Credit Union, uh, you know, I'm in a management role as the chief lending officer. So um, it's different than banking, um, but I'm able to help the, you know, the the regular person out. Uh, uh, you know, well, yeah, I'll give you a shout out. So yeah. when I moved into my role, I, I looked into more a mortgage for a home and Coast, Coast Life hooked me up. And, and you guys, uh, really, the customer service was excellent. Um, your entire team, man, you guys are, are, are good at what you do. Yeah, I'd have to correct you. It's a member. <laughs> You're actually a shareholder, so you, <laughs> oh, that's you, you get to come in and tell us what to do. But, you know, uh, one of the cool things that, that I would say I, I liked about credit unions is, is uh, they serve underserved and unserved. Um, and so, obviously, you know, community banks, there's, there's a place for everybody. Sure. Uh, but, you know, to see what, what credit unions do for uh, our community, I, I think, is another big uh, big thing. So I'm very proud to be a part of uh, Coast Life Credit Union. And, um, you know, I'm just, just happy to, to have the, the stuff that I have in my life. I mean, yeah. Well, we're grateful for your family and for, for Coast Life that they, that to give, let you give so much of your time to us. As I, I said earlier, this organization owes you such a debt of gratitude. That's why we thought it was important to have you as our first podcast, too. Um, we we're headed in a good direction and it's a lot because of leaders like you. And so Sam, thank you. I want to thank you for joining us today. I want to thank everyone in our audience that joined us for our first podcast here at the United Corpus Christi Chamber of Commerce. We'll see you again next time.